The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. Good morning, Soulful Valley. Well, today, I think it seems really appropriate to talk about money. Dr. Nikki Ramskill came in and uh, had a little chat with us last week, all about money and wealth and uh, the different archetypes that we have around money or that we are and our behaviours. And I've been working myself on uh, quite an advanced EFT course around money and around the negative beliefs and uh, basically the childhood programming that we have based on our first experiences of money, our parents' beliefs about money, and how, as adults, this can impact us. Some of us will find that, you know, we've never got enough money, or that even when it is coming in, and we're working really hard and we're really busy, something always comes up and happens to put us straight back to square one again. It's really interesting. And uh, with all I've learned about uh, the law of attraction and manifesting over the last few years, there was always this one pattern that kept coming up for me. And I've been quite aware of it over the last 12 months, especially around the finances connected to the charity. So when I was emotionally stable and uh, my ex-husband at the time was sober, the bids that I put in for funding were always accepted. But when my emotions took a downturn if he relapsed how that affected me even though we weren't actually together there was a massive impact on the money side of the charity so I ended up closing the charity because every bid that I'd put in four in a row was rejected and nothing was occurring in the fundraising side of the charity at the same time I recognised that when I decided to go to the travel industry and I was going to leave the eBay, the instant that I decided that I was focusing on the travel and that I was I was going to sell my eBay stock and leave, well, number one, in the best quarter of the year for eBay, always, my sales were the worst. And also, I just couldn't sell when I was trying to put a listing up for the stock to sell as a whole. And I, I still had it up, you know, it was going on and off until last month. And again, you know, it just wouldn't sell. So I was stuck in this catch 22. And of course, COVID hit. So the eBay was really up and down. And of course, as we know, the travel business um, <laughs> was was definitely one to let go of when once COVID hit because it, it just wasn't a very good idea to keep paying out monthly for the membership and the training and things when clearly travel was massively impacted. So I went back to focusing on 
selling on eBay and setting myself up online as a coach and an EFT practitioner because these are skills that I have through my work with my charity and they're skills that I wanted to to use because obviously I've, I've took I've paid out the money and taken the time to qualify for the last seven years in all sorts of subjects relating to mental health and um, spiritual well-being and the emotional freedom technique and energy. I'm a, I'm a Reiki master as well, so I have all of these skills. And of course, I've had all of these insights since I lost my job three years ago in my own behaviours and the things that have been keeping me stuck and limited and the people around me that I've witnessed and where I've witnessed as well a lot of uh, a lot of the problems around mental health have been attached to money and relationships so it just seems that money is an area that we all could do with understanding more about how it impacts us on an energetic level how those little um those little feelings that we get when when a bill comes out that we weren't expecting, when we bounce something from our account, so you know we, we're getting physical feelings in our body. With me, it's usually in my stomach, and it's a reaction that we have. It's an automatic reaction that we have to events that occur around money. That these are not my conscious beliefs. These are these are coming from deep within me, from wounds of the past. So I've really been fascinated to. Uh, work on that that's why I'm on this intensive EFT 16 week course at the moment as well and and stuff's come up for me that I didn't even know was there so as a teenager I had some pretty awesome opportunities that uh, just weren't you know they weren't the sort of thing that came up for for people from my background and I remember feeling like I was being pulled back down to earth and and told not to get too big for my boots and all that sort of thing and eventually I did give up on that dream because well we didn't have the money to fund uh, the auditions that I needed to get to or drama school that I wanted to go to we didn't have the options of student loans back then and uh, there wasn't anybody in my family that could uh, support me with all of with my goals and dreams so I gave up and I went and I got a job that wasn't very nice that I absolutely hated and that was the start of me working jobs that I hated for a couple of years until I met my first husband who happened to be in the army so any um anything that I did was it had to fit around his career and his life and we moved 11 times in 13 years so I couldn't lay down any roots for a career or or any of my you know, past dreams, but I did have my children, and my children have been, you know, I can't tell you how much of a blessing my children have been in my life, and still are. They're all absolutely wonderful adults who make me so proud. And now I'm a grandma, and that's an even bigger, you know, my God, I'm so blessed. But still, you know, I'm 52 now, and this, uh, these patterns with money that have been they have affected my relationships as well there have been lots of financial issues in my relationship but now I can see from a higher perspective that they weren't serving any of us and one of the things that came up on my intensive course that I'm on now was that at some point and I remember it as a teenager, I made the decision and became rebellious about my own background, about my own family, about the fact that I didn't want to be like them or didn't fit in with them. 
I didn't want to be in that struggle. In fact, I didn't really feel like I fitted in anywhere. And over the years, that's been quite a big thing for me, not fitting in with people, not um, having the same beliefs or understandings of the world as other people. And we don't realise how much of an impact our money stories have had on us. And even, like I say, consciously, I've been working on my money story for a few years anyway. I didn't know there was something there. And my beliefs, you know, I don't believe that money is evil or uh, that it's a bad thing. I I can see what an amazing difference we can make in the world if we uh, can create wealth for ourselves. But somewhere, my body still responds the way it always has to money. And that goes all the way back to the childhood struggle or my parents' struggle. It wasn't really my struggle. It was me witnessing their struggle. And the fear, you know, the fear when the rent man came knocking on the door or the fear when, when anybody came knocking on the door for money and how we used to hide behind the sofa so that they couldn't see us through the window. All of these little things that obviously as a grown-up, my body is still reacting as though I'm still that little girl. So here again is the importance of the inner child work. And I do have an inner child meditation in the free group that you're welcome to uh, come along and have a listen to. It's not mine. It's actually Master Sri Akashana's from the Facebook group, The Creator's Circle, or, or from his YouTube channel. But it's one that I highly recommend using. So I'm going to continue working on uh, my patterns and reactions to money with the full knowledge that money is just an energy like anything else. But there's also a connection between money and love, and money and relationships, which we don't realise either. So there's a lot a lot to ponder on there. But the key to all of it is awareness, self-awareness and self-love. I hope you've uh, gleaned something out of uh, my little my little um, expression of, of wisdom for today. So until the next time, I'll say bye for now. On the 4th of November at 7pm, I'll be holding a Coping with Money-Related Stress EFT online group coaching session. This will be in Zoom, but you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. You can book a place on this session by going to at Soulful Valley Coaching on Facebook and message me. Or if you're on Instagram, you can go and book on my link tree in the bio. And it's the top link on the on the bio so you can book straight in there there aren't many uh, many places so if you want a place you'll have to book quickly and on instagram you can find me at soulful valley thank you for listening to the soulful valley podcast i hope that you've heard something today that makes your life a little lighter our aim is to share love light and wisdom and to raise consciousness and ease suffering If you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think they would benefit from listening to it.